0: Hello from CNN, I'm Joe Beck with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, December 6th. Israel's Prime Minister says only his country's military can ensure Hamas is disarmed, as hundreds of airstrikes continue to hit Gaza. CNN's Jeremy Diamond tells us Israeli troops have continued their push into southern Gaza now encircling the second largest city in Gaza of Khan Yunus, according to Israel's military chief of staff. But of course, for the civilians in Gaza, this means that they are once again in the crosshairs, exacerbating the humanitarian situation in Gaza. As you know, nowhere in Gaza is truly safe. Israel's foreign minister says he's revoked the visa of the UN's humanitarian coordinator because of the, quote, bias of the UN. It comes as multiple UN officials warn of a, quote, "...apocalyptic situation in Gaza, for the 80% of the area's population that's been displaced and is now facing overcrowding and the spread of disease." A classified Senate briefing turned into a shouting match yesterday. The meeting on sending aid to Ukraine came as Republican senators say they would vote against it unless the aid package includes major border policy changes. His Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer describing the briefing was immediately hijacked by Leader McConnell. Then, when I brought up the idea that they could do an amendment and have the ability to get something done on border, you know, they get stuck. They got stuck. Both parties have been trying to break the Senate stalemate over whether to include tighter immigration policies in the aid package. So far, they've been unable to do so, leading to some frustration as Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina told reporters outside the room. "...Started off pretty bad, got better. Most Republicans feel like we need to address the broken border. A lot of uh, tension in the room because nobody talked about the border." Schumer is set to move ahead with a procedural vote on the package today. President Joe Biden told a fundraiser in Boston yesterday that he's not sure he'd be running for office again if former President Donald Trump wasn't running. When later asked by reporters if he'd drop out if Trump did, Biden said it's too late for that. He is running, and I I have to run. The earlier comments came as Biden began a fundraising sprint Tuesday ahead of an expensive re-election race. Biden has long viewed himself as having the best shot at beating Trump, even framing the upcoming election as a defense of democracy. A Texas woman with a high-risk pregnancy is suing the state to have an abortion, Kate Cox, who's 20 weeks pregnant, says her unborn baby has a genetic condition and carrying it to term could threaten her life. She filed a suit against Texas yesterday, asking a court to declare that she has the right to terminate the pregnancy. Texas law bans abortions after about six weeks, except to save the life of the mother or to prevent, quote, "...substantial and irreversible physical impairment." Cox says although she's gone to the emergency room three times with severe cramping, the law is too vague to make it clear whether an abortion under those circumstances would be legal. There's still a gap between young boys and young girls for STEM subjects. That's next. A new survey shows Gen Z girls are significantly less interested in STEM subjects than boys of the same age suggesting more must be done to close the gender gap. The survey is from Gallup and the Walton Family Foundation, and shows just 63% of females born between 1997 and 2011 say they are very or somewhat interested in at least three STEM subjects, while 85% of males in that age range say the same. According to Gallup, women make up half of the U.S. college-educated workforce, but only over a third of the STEM workforce. The survey concludes that representation of more women in STEM fields would not only help reduce the gender pay gap, but also strengthen the U.S. economy. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9 a.m. Eastern.